Hello and welcome back to the Sitting on My Bed podcast. My name is Simcha Klein, and I almost had a full week of school this week. Um, I had my Sunday classes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no problem. And then Friday we had off for Labor Day weekend. Um, I don't think I have a full week of school for another two weeks, actually. Uh, the first week of school started on Thursday. That didn't really count. This past week there was no Friday. This coming week there's no Sunday or Monday. And then I think the week after is the first full week of school. Um, but before then, even, you know, I start work on Tuesday. So Monday night, I have a bar mitzvah. Tuesday, start school, start work. And then Wednesday night, we have orientation. Um, well, parent-teacher orientation. We had a um, staff development night, uh, Thursday night, um, which was fine. You know, I got to meet, you know, a lot of the new teachers, given that the school grew. I mean, you know, it doubled in size. Um, you know, they had to add more teachers, and also some of the last year's teachers didn't come back. Um, so I saw the two, two out of the three teachers who returned, one did not. And I met five out of the six new teachers, I believe. Um, and, you know, they added, like, trailers to service classrooms. Because, um, like I said, they doubled in size. Um, and, you know, it was nice, so whatever. Um, the history teacher actually said something to me about, you know, sharing my syllabus with him so that way we could kind of, like, cohesively cover the same time periods. And I was like, sure, as soon as I figure out what my syllabus is, because I still haven't finalized what books I'm doing this year, because there are still the same limitations that I can't do anything with romance, I can't do anything with cursing. So I have to knock out 12 Angry Men, I have to knock out for one more day, I have to knock out uh, um, the curious case of the dog at midnight or whatever it was called. I had to knock out American Buffalo. I had to knock out, um, Dr. Faustus. Like, I keep trying to find new things to maybe do with them. Like, I could, I could do Lord, Lord of the Flies, do Flowers for Algernon, do Body Ritual Among the Nasterima, do The Lottery. Like, there are short stories I can do in, like, one book that we did last year. But, um, I really have to, like, find... Alternatives. I thought about doing The Great Gatsby, but besides the fact it's, it's big words, it also mentioned there is sexuality in it. It's not it, the main focus, but something in there. And there's a little bit of cursing, which like maybe I could get away with it, but I, after chapter one, I was like, I can't do this with them. Um, and then I just ordered, I actually just ordered like five books to try out, including um, Night by Elia Wiesel, or Eli Wiesel, however he pronounced it, or Weasel, however he pronounced it, um, including Smiles to Go by Jerry Spinelli, which I loved reading, but I haven't read in quite a few years. I don't know if it's like high school level, but great these kids are coming from schools where the English isn't the highest level, so maybe it could still work. Um, but, like, I definitely cannot do Of Mice and Men. Like, the principal has been very heavily suggesting doing Julius Caesar, um, which is fine, you know, because violence is totally fine, drugs are fine, but these kids have never read a play before. So to have their first play be Shakespeare, I feel like would be a lot. Um, but I don't know. You know, I still have options that I have not gone through yet. Like, maybe doing The Book Thief, although that's a sick book. I mean, that's like quite a few hundred pages. Um, like, I think it's somewhere along the lines of 500 plus pages. It's a thick book to do. Uh, maybe we can maybe do The Road that, that you know, it's only 300 pages and the, the they're not such big pages. Like, they're rather short 
and the font isn't too bad. There's like a semi-graphic novel we can maybe do, but we can't do anything I haven't read all the way through. Besides the fact that I can't teach it, I can't uh, vet it to see that it's clean enough. So like, I have like a few weeks before I really, really have to get it solidified because um, like Lord of the Flies is going to be the first book we do and we're going to do a few short stories beforehand anyway, plus the holidays are coming up. So I definitely have till like November time. But the principal really wants us giving out syllabi. And I don't have a syllabus from last year. Because A was my first year. And B. It, w- it wasn't cemented at all last year. And even less so this year. Because there were a bunch of stuff I had to take out. Um, I'm thinking about doing the five people you meet on your way to heaven. Or whatever it's called. Or five people in heaven by Mitch Album. But I haven't read that all the, way, all the way through. So I really just have to take some time. And just crunch read. Like maybe I'll do Audible. Which like I like physically reading the books. I don't really like doing audiobooks, but I can double speed with Audible and I can do something else while I'm reading. Like I use my ears for one thing and my eyes for another. Um, so that's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll find out how that goes. Um, yeah, we are coming closer to the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, uh, which is, you know, as you know, the, the new year. Um, I'm actually going away for the holiday. I'm going with my friend's family to a program called Madrego's, um, which is a program that deals with like high schoolers who are either, you know, it's to get them like off the street and stop doing drugs. You know, they have a rehab part of the program and a place for, um, addicts. Um, but it also helps with kids who are like questioning their religion. Um, and my friend's parents are like very heavily involved. Um, it's actually where his sister and her husband met on one of these programs because his family went and his, and her husband was actually part of that program and has since done work with them and also done work in this other school, um, that deals with kids who are like, kind of like off the beaten path. Um, so, you know, for years I've been hearing about how Rosh Hashanah is a very fun thing. And my friend is two grades above me. So ninth grade was when we met and like became friends, but like not as close as we are now, and then 10th grade, he was a senior, I was a 10th grader, whatever, fine, still, then he was in Israel for a year, and then I was in 12th grade, nothing happened, like, the last couple years, like, until last year, when I said to him, like, oh, I should have invited me, he goes, oh, I totally would have, you should come next year, I was like, okay, great, I'll come next year, except this year, one of our close friends, who's gone with him for a few years, isn't going to be there, he's going to, he's gone to Israel for the, for his first year, he's a year older than me, he's just gone for his first year, um, the sister, who's married isn't going to be there because she and her husband just moved to Israel and they're going to be there for at least three years. And the sister below him, who's like kind of become like a sister to me, she's not coming because she just went to Israel for her first year. So like the three people who have all been before a bunch and are all closest in age to us in his family, I'm including the friend in his family because he basically lives there. None of them are going to be there. So like it's me and my friend's family who like the oldest sibling is going to be there is going into ninth grade. Which, like, is fine, but he's also very innocent. Like, he's not, like, the type of fun we would be having would be with him. Um, it's, like, his family. And then another friend of ours, he's coming for, I think, the second time. Like, he went last year, and he's coming in this year, and he like, he said it was a great time. And, like, we're maybe convincing another friend to come with us. But I'm, like, I don't know. I feel like it's been talked up so much, and now my first year, like, no one's going to be there. But, like, I don't want to, you know 
be a downer on myself before it even happens. Like, it'll be what it'll be, and it'll be, like, I don't have anything to compare it to, so for all I know, this could be the best one yet. Um, you know, I've been thinking about, a lot about how my outlook on things, how for, you know, there was a long time where I was always called, like, cynical or negative or whatever, and, you know, I tried harder to see shades of gray instead of seeing things in black and white, which I think I've been pretty good at, but recently, I think that I've been seeing too much gray. And things that are black. Like, I don't want to be too cynical, but I also don't want to be too naive. Like, I always had questions with my faith. Um, where, you know, you know, I struggled from a young age. You know, I originally just questions, and then questions became lack of action. Like, if I'm questioning it, why am I doing it? Um, and, like, one part of me is like, oh, I'm the only one who has this problem. The rest are all... Um, they've either gone off, like, completely, or they don't have these type of questions. Like, I'm seeing, um, black and white, where there should be gray. Like, I'm being cynical. But also, you know, or I'm being naive, rather, that I'm the only one who has these questions, that it's easy for everyone else. But then there's also, like, no, everyone has these problems. Like, you're not the only one. Where I'm seeing shades of gray, we're like, really, no. Like, no one else has these issues. So, like, I can never tell, or I kind of fluctuate between being hard on myself for having these questions when no one else does. Or being hard on myself for, you know, thinking that I'm special and that everyone has these problems. It's like, do I think I'm special or do I think badly about other people? Like, which one should I stop doing? And on top of that, like, I don't really know where I fit in along the Jewish spectrum because I feel like I'm too observant for one thing and not observant enough for another. Observant isn't the right word, but it's the best English translation. Too traditional to be modern and too modern to be traditional. Like, everyone else seems to fit nicely wherever they ended up. Like, however they were able to quantify it, works for them, but I don't know how to put a word to how they quantify it, let alone knowing how to quantify myself. So, that's just kind of been, like, my main source of pondering lately. I wouldn't say anxiety, because it doesn't fill me with anxiety, and it's not an overwhelming, like, intrusive thought. It's more like this thing I can't figure out an answer to, and I don't think I'm going to be able to figure out my own answer. Like, until and unless I have to make those decisions for someone else, like my children, or, like, finding a fiancé type thing, you know, it's not necessarily a pressing issue, but still something that I've been thinking about. And I don't know if I could find that answer on my own without either talking to someone about it or putting it into practice. Um, and on that note, we're going to take a break. So, lack of um, finalization for my lesson plans aside, I'm actually very excited for work to start. A, I love my jobs, and B, I love having a regular schedule. But also, by orientation, when I got my class roster, there's a name that looks kind of familiar. And I thought back to, I really, like, I thought, like, in regards to how old this kid was, you know, how would I know him? And I did the math, and I realized that if this kid is the same kid, which would make sense, 
because of what I the limited amount I know about him based off the roster, it would make sense if this kid was one of my first campers ever. You know, the day camp I've been working in, I've been working for there for seven years, but I worked in a different camp first for a year the summer after eighth grade. You know, the day camp I work in now, they weren't hiring people coming out of eighth grade. They were only hiring starting out of, out of ninth grade, which changed last year. But this other camp hired people coming out of eighth grade. And I worked there, and I had a kid with the same name and the same home situation. And, you know, he was my favorite kid there. You know, we all say we don't have favorites, but of course we do. And he was my first kid. Like, teachers and camp counselors and anyone else who works with children, they have their kids, right? Whether or not they are specifically in your group, you know, in camp, whether or not they're in your bunk or in school, whether or not they're in your class or whether or not you're their actual teacher, you have your kids. And this kid was the first one who I would have considered my kid. Now, last time I saw him, we were talking about him, the fact that he was playing Pokemon like Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire, whichever one he was playing. I haven't seen him in seven years. The last time I saw him, I was his age. I was 14, and now I'm 21. And I don't know if he's going to remember me. And, you know, I haven't seen him in quite a while. Uh, since, you know, since he was coming out of first grade, and now he's coming out of eighth grade. But, like, when I saw his name, it was such a trip. Because, like, kids that I know, I've known more recently. Like, there are, there are a few kids who are going to be my students who live in my neighborhood and were on my bus or my bunk or whatever more recently. And there are some of the kids who just graduated from elementary school I work in, so obviously I know them. But, like, this kid is a unique relationship because I hadn't seen him in seven years, and yet that relationship exists. Or at least the history does. Like, I, don't, I can't think of another kid with whom I have that other than, like, kids from that year. But, you know, I didn't have the same relationship with any of them. And, like, any of the kids I have are really put against a strong standard. Because, as I've mentioned, I've had the same group of campers, essentially, the same age group. Like, year after year, where I went up a grade every year, obviously, so did they. And, like, I know I'm never going to have that again. Like, it's impossible, pretty much, that I have another group of campers from first grade all the way through seventh grade. And being the age that I was, it's impossible to grow the way I did alongside the same track that they were. Like, I'm never going to be 14 going to 21 again. Like, those kids were with me. They didn't know that. But coming out of ninth grade and when I went out of college and had that traumatic experience with NYU when I got my first car when I got my first like real job like those kids didn't know that but like they were in my life ecosystem when those things happened and then you know working in the school that a lot of them went to like seeing them grow up like that like seeing them from first grade through seventh grade that's never gonna happen again you know until my own kids or like, you know, my nephews or whatever, but the kids to whom I'm not related, where I'm having a deep emotional connection to them from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. or 12 to 5, and then seeing them go home every day, or seeing them go back to school, or seeing them go to different camps, or whatever. Like, that's never going to happen again. So any kids that I have, not my own children, any 
kids with whom I have a special connection, it's not like judged against that or like weighed against that, but like it falls under that umbrella. Like it doesn't get up there, but like it's on the same podium. So this kid, this one kid with whom I had that special connection and then now revisiting seven years later, it's really weird. Like, I don't know how to place it in perspective to the kids I had year after year. Like, you know, there are kids with whom I have a connection that I only knew for a year. Or that I know I will have a connection with going forward. Like, even the ones I met later, like the one kid who I met at the end of 7th grade and was with him every day throughout 8th grade. Like, I know... I have a pretty strong feeling that I'm going to have a connection with him going forward. This kid, I mean, yeah, I'm going to have him for the whole year, but like, that's after a long pause. The only similar thing to that was, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago when I was dog sitting that I bumped into a camper who was on my bus, who was like, I don't know, 11, 12, and is now like 18. But that's a little bit different, because I'm only, like, three years older than him. And I'm not now going to have that relationship with him, really. Like, yeah, the connection's there, but it's not like now we're going to be seeing each other every day. I was like, oh, bumping into him, it was really funny. And now he's an adult. And he wasn't officially my, I mean, he was on my bus, you know, for sure. But I saw him an hour in the morning and not even an hour at night. Like, at night, whatever, in the afternoon. Like, I saw him throughout the day, great. But I didn't spend much time with him throughout the day this kid's in a league of his own and I have no idea how to like mentally prepare myself for that or like what that's going to be like for him. Like, I don't even know if he's going to remember me, you know, last time I saw him, he was coming out of first grade. He was, I don't know, seven, but like, it's going to be a trip. Um, you know, I, I've decided that, you know, even if there are students I know, I'm never going to acknowledge the fact that I know them until they do. Like it was a rule I had for myself last year and it's a rule I'm going to have for myself. So this year, like, when I was in high school, I had a teacher who, you know, the first day he was playing Jewish geography, saying, oh, I know you through here, and are you this person, so whatever, and when he got to me, he got, like, a little bit more animated, because he knew my mother very well, like, he used to live in my neighborhood, they took the same train to work every morning, you know, they had the same birthday, like, they were friends, like, his youngest son babysat my two or three oldest siblings, so, like, you know, we were friends, like, he stopped class in the middle, took a picture of me, and sent it to my mother, type. Like, good friends. Which was fine with me. Like, totally fine. He happened to be one of my favorite teachers in that school. But, like, looking back, I would have liked the option to have made that known. Um, and, like, so that's, that's the, uh, the courtesy I'm extending to my students. Like, I'm not going to let anyone know that I know you until you do. That's your decision to make. Um, you know, it reminds me back in second grade. My great aunt is a secretary in elementary school. And at some point, like, I was upset about something. And, like, some of the kids were also, like, I guess, like, insulting her. Like, being disrespectful. But, like, that, I don't think that was what I was upset about. I don't even remember if I was upset or not. And at one point, the teacher's, like, come in and make an announcement. She looks at me and she goes, is that okay with you? Like, asking my, like, is it okay if I do this? Like, asking my permission. I was like, um, yeah, sure. And she starts talking about the secretary. I'm, like, 
what on earth are you talking? Like, why would you ask my permission to do that? Like, it's just a very weird situation. That teacher also did not last past that year, uh, because she taught second and sixth grade. My brother happened, my brother and I happened to both be in her class the same year, and apparently their grade liked her even less than our grade did. Um, yeah, like, we were kind of mean to her even as second graders, but also, like, I don't know, it was a weird, it was a weird time. Um, Actually, my brother sent me this thing. Uh, he forwarded me that someone posted on their WhatsApp status that, you know, one of the nearby elementary schools was looking for someone to teach 7th grade ELA. Like, from, like, one thirty to 5.30 or something. I'm like, I don't have the time. But even if I did, I was like, think of who I know in that school who's going to send, like, which campers I had. Like, what grade that is. I'm like, um, I think I'm good. Like, if it was 8th grade, that'd be a different story. Although not by much. Seventh grade, however, is a little bit more iffy. If it was the sixth grade, I would almost say yes. Because there's quite a few kids there I like. But also, like, A, I can't go to school just because I like the students. Because they're only that students for that year. And there's that elementary school happens to be huge. So, like, there are a lot more kids than just the ones I like. And B, when the students know me, it definitely affects the way they see me as a teacher. Like, the principal of the elementary school I work in now, she's not wrong in that the students have a little bit less professional respect for me because they knew me as Simcha before they knew me as Mr. Klein. And, like, I can't fault them for that, and I can't fault the principal for not wanting to put me in a teaching position immediately because that distinction is still there. Um, yeah, I don't fault her for that. But, you know, it's still nice to, like, know what you're getting into. Anyway, that'll be it for this week. Follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N, or on Twitter at Samander underscore K, S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K, and you'll hear from me next week.